Welcome to Women Waken, a podcast that helps you heal spiritually from trauma in relationships, childhood, and early life conditioning to shift from a place of codependency to a state of divine feminine love, acceptance, harmony, and abundance. On Women Waken, we begin the journey to waken from the illusion of needing to prove our worth into the divine experience of knowing our worth. I'm your host, Whitney Walker. I'm a licensed mental health therapist, and I specialize in substance abuse, addiction, eating disorders, trauma, and spirituality. I'm also a fellow human being who has faced most of the issues that I address on this show. On today's Divine Feminine solo episode, I'm offering some insights and suggestions around the topic of creating your own sacred space in your life, whether it be in your home, in your garden, somewhere in nature. I offer some ideas about the importance of taking sacred space and what this means. So take a listen and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Whitney here with a Divine Feminine solo episode. And today I wanted to do a quick episode. I swear this one is actually going to be quick. Just a brief little check-in offering for you all with the idea of the importance of creating your sacred space. So I want to offer this because I've touched on this in several episodes, solos, as well as guest episodes, when we're having conversations around how to truly tap more into that self-love, to honoring ourselves, self-honoring practices. And a lot of those things all involve having sacred space that you create for yourself in your home space. And I've gone over before that this doesn't have to be, you know, like your own you know, special self-care room. If you have a big family, if you have a partner and you don't have a lot of your own personal private space, you can create even a little corner that is just your own. A lot of people will do an altar. They'll do an altar, altar. They'll do things that are meaningful to them. Pictures of loved ones. Maybe you think of your angel spirit guides as a loved one that has passed on. So you have a picture of them to honor and recognize them and keep that space as sort of a portal to the sacred space, to the spirit realm, right? Where you're opening yourself when you sit there, when you take that space to commune with those who've passed on, who are in the spirit realm. So that's just one facet of it, you know, having a corner, but let me talk more specifically about what does a sacred space mean to take for yourself? It has to do with communing with your true inner fundamental self and essence every day. For me, I take time every morning and evening. Again, I've spoken of this on other episodes, but I'll repeat it now. What my personal practice is of taking sacred space. I've taken on the practice of whenever I enter my bedroom, I turn off my phone. I put it on airplane mode because I I'm declaring that this is my time to be with myself, to not be caught up in distractions, to not be scrolling through my phone, to not be looking at videos, to just be with myself and let this space be sacred. That's the biggest thing, right? So again, even if it's just like a corner of your room that you have or a small altar, you're leaving behind what I would say the more physical material matters and you're communing with your spirit self and with your spirit connections. Again, whether that's 
God, the universe, part of your faith, ancestors, loved ones that have moved on, whatever it is, you're creating that space, that time to have that. Think of it as like a check-in point, right? If you're eternal, perfect, whole, divine, infinite core that is a part of the whole, right? That is part of the infinite universe, being, creation, consciousness. When we go about our day-to-day lives, it's very easy to lose touch with that, right? It's always there. It's always there, but we get caught up, right? In the experiences and day-to-day life tasks, right? Running around doing errands or going to meetings or getting caught up in work or with our children, day-to-day tasks, chores around the house. We're busy. We're busy beings and we're having fun a lot of the time. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes, right? We all know that some days are good. Some days are not so good. They feel more mundane. They feel more just taking care of one thing after another. Think of it as your checkpoint in terms of disengaging from what I would call the great play. We're all here as actors kind of playing out, you know, this fun game together of, oh my gosh, look at us. We're here on earth. We're having a, we're souls having a physical experience. Like what a fun little game we're playing, but you do want to check in, right? You need that recharge to what is true and what's real. And I am not claiming to be here to tell you what's true or what's real. That's for you. That's why I speak so often about you're, you are your own greatest source of wisdom. You're your own greatest source of truth. You are a sovereign being who only knows your specific truth. Even everyone's idea about, again, God's source universe is a little different. No one's is exactly the same. Even if you adhere very strictly to a certain faith, there's going to be tiny little tenets or pieces that feel in your heart a little bit different than someone else's. Just like no two individuals are alike, no two faiths are exactly alike. So find yours and think of that sacred space that you take is your time to get into that kind of space, right? What is my eternal essence? What is my faith? What is my way of communing with something bigger, with my higher self, with source, with God? Again, whatever word is most pertinent for you, most important. Taking that time to take off all your hats. I offer the same thing for when people do meditation, which is a great activity to do in your sacred space. You take off all your labels, all your titles, mom, wife, sister, daughter, employee, this, that, and the other thing. And you just see what is there when you take that away, when you're just feeling into your energy, into your heart center, right? What are you feeling? Letting go of everything you've been doing all day and moving into what you're feeling inside, how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your emotions, your experiences. So we create a sacred space. If you can't even do it in your home, if you're like, I don't even have a desk or a corner that I could feel safe doing this. It could be outside. Your sacred space could be a place in your garden, a place under a tree in your backyard, a place in the woods nearby your home, anything. Your sacred space could even be your car. For some people, you're in a position where the only quiet time you get other than the bathroom, (laughs) which might not even be if you're a mom, because we know how young kids are. They'll come and bother you everywhere. But your car can be a place where you can close the doors and you can feel that this is just you connecting with yourself. It's a quiet zone. So the importance of establishing a sacred space is to have that time. I I highly recommend it being daily. I think that's the most powerful and effective is when we make it a daily practice to commune, right? 
if we have time to give to others, to our responsibilities, to our obligations, to everything in day-to-day physical life, can't we find it to give a little bit of time to our eternal soul and essence, right? We can give that five minutes or 10 minutes or even half an hour we can make a practice of. And that's why in your sacred space, you can keep things like maybe it's books that inspire you to connect with these more spiritual esoteric ideas that remind you of who you truly are. And if you're not so spiritually inclined, maybe it's more just sort of like self-development stuff that reminds you of, are my thoughts in order, right? Are my thoughts loving and kind? Are Am I opening myself to feel my emotions or am I closing myself off? You're checking in mind, body, and soul. How does my body feel? Am I feeling run down? Am I getting enough sleep? Do I feel exhausted all the time? Am I sore? Where do I have tension? It's time to check in with each aspect of our body because each aspect is equally important, right? It is said that even when we travel in the spirit realm, we still have a body. We think of a body as you know our human body, but a body is literally just the encasing of our soul wherever we go. And there's always some type of form, always, because we are energetic beings. So there, any type of energy is going to, when it's moving fast enough, becomes a type of solid, it's going to be enclosing you wherever you're venturing in the cosmos. So taking that sacred space to check in, how is my mental state, my physical state, my spiritual, emotional state? What questions do I have today? Right? What am what have I not really taken time to check into? Maybe you've had some anger coming up recently and you're like, I don't, you know, have time to deal with this, but I'm feeling really irritable and frustrated. Your sacred space is a time where you're attuning to and acknowledging the inner workings of yourself, your inner essence. You're slowing down enough to really be still and to listen. If nothing else, take that. You create a sacred space for your intentional space to slow down and have stillness. So you can actually hear what is in there because your soul will never force itself to be heard. It's not going to yell at you. It can only be connected with in that stillness, in that quietness. Can you commune with it? Of course, your soul is always there and it will come through when it's feeling excited. You'll feel that, you know, emphasis of your soul. You'll feel the excitement. That's your soul being like, yes, yes, yes. More of this. You're on the right track. Keep doing this. Your soul will be have a strong presence then, but it's never going to try and push you or force you to do anything or to listen to it. It will just sit quietly and wait for you to return to your true place of stillness and essence to connect with it. So that sacred place is a great check-in point. It can also just be very beautiful to create a little bit of ritual in our day. There's something powerful about sitting down. I have my altar. As I said, I turn my phone off whenever I enter my bedroom. So at the end of the day, my phone is off. I enter my bedroom. My ritual is I have an altar that has crystals. It has a grid. Whoever's listening in case this resonates with you, geometric shapes and figures is a powerful thing sometimes in bringing up wisdom, esoteric knowledge. Uh, It's a whole thing. Look up sacred geometry. That's what it is. Just came to me. Look up sacred geometry. That will speak to some people geometry and shapes open pathways in our brains that we cannot always tap into. It's a beautiful thing. So I have sacred geometry on this altar. It's this board that my lovely friend, Nisa Mills created. If you look her up, you'll go to her website. You can purchase some of her 
she makes different products that have these sacred geometric shapes that kind of came to her in meditation. They're beautiful. Mine is called the sacred mother. Amazing. Or maybe it's star mother. I think it's star mother. So I have that. And then I have a stone or crystal for each chakra on that grid. Then I have other various crystals. Then I have my uh, sage that I burn to sort of, again, ritual can be and ceremony can be intentional and feel good. I enter into my space and to open the space, I light that sage to just kind of clear and, and set the intention of I'm I'm clearing the space for my day. I'm clearing out any energy that is not mine. If that resonates with anybody, that's a phrase that I use. And it's, I didn't make it up. <laughs> you know, it's pretty popular, but I clear any energy that is not mine. Cause you're saying I'm releasing the energy of the day, the stresses, other people's energy that have come into my frame, all of that. I'm releasing it so I can commune with any higher messages that are meant for me, from my spirits, from my guides, from my higher self, from source universe. So you do that. I light a candle. Maybe I burn some Palo Santo, that beautiful wood that smells so amazing. And then I take time to meditate. I usually pull a card or two as a divination. So that's my practice in the evening. Also, I've really gotten into, I have a rattle that was gifted to me. Rattles are very powerful and clearing energy. But also what I've read is that because they're a part of ancient tradition from Native Americans, they, and the Native Americans, of course, ran in tribes. They're very community village tribe oriented. It's about acknowledging that you're establishing, you're letting go of ego and you're asking for guidance for the highest good of all, not just for yourself. You're clearing that space, that rhythmic noise of the rattle establishes shaking out any sort of self-serving ego, egoic pursuits and bringing in the highest intention for the collective. And then I also have a few feathers. A big thing that I love is they say that when you find a feather, it's it's a, sort of an angel indication that your angels are saying like, you're on the right path, like we're here with you. So I, if I ever find a feather, I collect it. And the other day I found a beautiful feather. It must've been an owl. It was like this long white and gray feather. And I kept it and I use that at my altar to once I light the sage, I sort of fan it out with the feather. So that's my practice that I've come to do and I love it. And it's how I let go of my day and step into that soul spirit energy, my true essence that I'm taking some time to honor and asking for any messages that want to come through for the day or just to sit in stillness and silence and commune with my soul. So that's my practice. And in the morning, I check in again, but not so formal. I just kind of check in. Maybe I will pull a card if I feel called for the day, but I do keep that silence. I keep my phone off until I do some reading. I have my daily reading that I do. That's always related to self-growth, healing, or spiritual concepts. And then I go out into the material world and I begin my day. And that's really suited me well. Everybody's is different. Don't think that you have to do that. You don't have to turn off your phone for a full evening, do what you want to do. But the importance of the sacred space is to begin that consistent communion. I was just reading in one of my books, one of the growth books about the important, the value of commitment. When you commit to something, you're showing your intention and you're speaking to the universe. What is important to me? I've committed to my sacred space every day because I am very committed to aligning with my soul and desiring to be on my soul's path and to meeting fellow soul travelers, soul mates, so that I'm moving towards the greatest expression of myself and my soul in this lifetime. So I make time for my sacred space. So I hope that is helpful. I hope that gives some ideas, but again, play around with it, whatever calls to you. Now, before we close, because this is a divine feminine 
solo episode, I'm going to quickly pull a nature whispers card because this feels pretty appropriate, kind of mixing the spirit with nature, which to me all kind of contributes to this sacred space of pulling in elements from the earth. Some people also will do their altars based on the season. So they'll collect different flowers for, you know, spring, summer, fall, and have them at their altar to acknowledge the changing of the seasons in our cycle of life. All right. So one card, please, for the collective. There we go. What do we got here? Aw, gratitude and appreciation. Card number 46. So 46, that might be important to somebody. So keep your eye out for that. This card is beautiful. It shows this little girl in a princess dress getting kissed by a unicorn. Wow, what a concept. And the the moon behind her, this glorious moon that looks like a unicorn moon, right? Those, those yellows, purples, blues, almost cotton candy-ish unicorn style. And it has a rainbow around the moon. So it's just like everything is blossoming and vibrant and gorgeous. And there's just this true love. It's almost like a motherly exchange between this unicorn and this girl. So it's just this sense of gratitude and appreciation, which thank you to this Oracle deck, because I think I left that out. Another beautiful thing to bring to your sacred space is gratitude and appreciation for this delightful journey that your soul is on in this lifetime. And that's why you take all your hats off and release the material world for a little while to connect with your sacred space to say, I am so grateful for this experience. Despite my challenges today, despite that everything that happened, and even if you're still kind of pissed off about your day or feeling depressed or whatever it is, you can at least just offer a little bit, find that space in your heart to say, I'm still, I have gratitude for my glorious, exquisite, brilliant life experience that although can be, feel brutal and challenging and sad and devastating at times, I still have gratitude and appreciation for this whole life and everything in it. So let me read you quickly this card before I finish. Card number 46, gratitude and appreciation. Recognize the good qualities in others and openly share your gratitude with them. Write notes of thanks to those who have helped you. If, if someone deserves acknowledgement, take the time to let a superior or colleague know so that they receive the recognition they deserve. Nature is continually sharing its beauty for us to appreciate. Beholding a rainbow is a gift. And when we encounter a rainbow's beauty, it is the perfect time to be grateful for all the gifts in our lives. It is important to generate the positive flow of thankfulness that can bring joy into someone else's life. By doing so, you will not only decrease your stress, you will also generate the feeling of goodwill and love in your life. See, that's the beauty. What we give, we also receive. What we give, we recognize we must have within us because we can't give what we don't have. So when we give this gift of love and kindness, we recognize that that resides in our heart, in our souls always. And these are, of course, things to bring into your sacred space. But also, as a description of this card was saying, it's stuff that you can emulate and express throughout your day. And the more you give of it, the more you'll experience of it. All right, everybody. I hope that was helpful. I hope you have a beautiful day full of gratitude and appreciation in your heart. Thank you so much. Take care. That wraps up our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to Women Waken. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others and come back for more. If you'd like to connect with the Women Waken community, you can find us on Instagram at Women Waken. And if you follow Women Waken, you can get a free tarot card reading if you just send a DM. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day 
And don't forget to let your unique light shine into this world.